get your hoe. MC's about to get twerking. We's about to start stacking shit. We's about to start wrecking his. We's about to start taking over this year. Now step to the back, young kid, and watch this Mexican flip game like I told him in the back. Watch this Mexican put platinum hits on the map. Watch this Mexican, don't close your eyes for one sec. Watch this Mexican, grab the microphone and just wreck. I'm sociable, since the socialite, I run these lungs airtight. I roll the dice, it's seven twice, taking money for the motherfuckers all night. Put your bet on a winner, huh? Put your bet on this hit, what? Put your money on him. And- Hey everybody, welcome to the Yam Bar Podcast. My name is Brian Barcelo, host of this episode. Today's guest, Rat Magic. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Marcelo Boss? Hey, Brian, how you doing, sir? Fantastic, fantastic. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to yes, do this sir. podcast. Yes, sir, most definitely. Most hey, check definitely. it out. I see you out there um, outdoors. You got some beautiful background. What's going on there? Uh, I'm at my mom's house. Came to visit my mom. It's been, been a couple of months, and, you know, I was, uh, I was in Austin for a while, and uh, things didn't work out for the, for the South by Southwest this year. It got canceled, and uh, through the coronavirus, a lot of stuff was being canceled, and bars were being shut down, and uh, so I came back to the Valley to come, you know, take a break for a minute, you know, and start working on some new stuff. Uh, that's what's you up. Know? And speaking yeah. of which, um, speaking of new stuff and Corona and all that stuff, man, what do you, yes. I mean, what are you doing? How are you making out with this? Or like, what's your outlook on this? What's your take on what's happening? I know this on a lot of artists' minds and people's minds. Yeah, uh, with yeah, the coronavirus, uh, the coronavirus well, you know, well, basically, you know, basically uh, uh, the social distancing, the social distancing is, working. is working. You know, and then, you I'm know, over here in Texas and down in the valley, and uh, the cases, and, uh, the cases are, are at a minimum, at a minimum I, guess. I guess. I don't know if it's due to the weather, due to the, the weather and the humidity, that the virus that the virus won't come in too much. But uh, but uh, as far as uh, as far as uh, uh, coronavirus, coronavirus, social distance, stay at home, stay at home, and write lyrics, and write lyrics because the studio was closed too in Austin. I called. And they had closed down for a while. while. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if it's still open or not. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, because you can't, have you can't have social distancing. You know, you got a you mic, you got a mic, and you got your person, and you got your engineer all together in one room. Right, you know, right. You know, and and, uh, and it's, it's, uh, it's kind of difficult to stay at a distance. At a distance, you know. And if you're asymptomatic, you don't even know you have it. You know, you know, you have pass it on somebody else, and just to avoid just to avoid all that, and get back when the group is good. We'll get back in the we'll get back in the studio and finish up the album. Now, the album that you're referring to, well, as I understand, you. Have something out now? Yes, it's called the Finish Line, uh-huh. and that was it, I, I based that on all the tracks that I got and all the ones that they put me on when I got with Coast to Coast mixtapes, and I became an artist with them and started doing the little circuit when they would come to town in Austin. Uh, I ended up making the Finish Line, making it like a greatest hit album, you know, and I recorded one track which was Drowning, mm-hmm. and then I came to the Valley, and uh, with that, with the Finish Line was kind of saying like, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, you know, your, your age. My age gap difference, and being that I've been rapping since 1987, I wanted to make it seem like, well, you know, it's, you know, I, I did it from from the beginning to end, you know, not for the sake of money, you know, for the sake of truth, and for, for what I rap about, you know, rap about real life stuff. Right. Most of my music, in most of my music, I don't brag, I don't, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't talk about, you know, having spinners and having big chains. Right. It's not about that. my music's not about that. But, you know, I, I went through a lot of difficult times when I was uh, when I was a kid. I was in a bus accident and I lost a lot of friends, oh, and uh, you know, I just my perspective in music changed after that. You know, that's and what's right up. now with, with, and the music is more, more now it's real, real professional. When I was a kid, you know, with basic freestyling and and and, and, and patching up lyrics, that's what, what I was doing when I was a kid. Now it's more more uh, more more mainstream, more professional. You know, I have a few cuts that are you know some people might consider gangster, but 
Hey, hey, hey. Um, you know what? We all got a little something at us. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? I know. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Hey, check this out. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Brad Magic. No, I, said, I don't consider it gangster. I consider it hood. You know, when you're right. up in the hood, you know, and the things you don't have that you wish you, you could have, you know, and, uh, um, and try to obtain those things in the right way. You know, because a lot of rappers, you see a lot of rappers going to jail. You see a lot of rappers dying, getting killed on the streets. You know, good rappers that are up and coming. And then you have other people that hate on you. And then these people that, that really, you know, are in the hood, you know, I guess whatever they're into, mm-hmm. you know, it, it catches up to them. You know, you see a lot of rappers that, that pass away and you're like, man, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, wow. You know, and I see myself, you know, uh, as being, being able to say, you know, I've been doing this for 30 years. Whoa. I'm still able to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't run with gangs no more. Right. Uh, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. Yeah. That, uh, you know, stay, stay, try to stay, stay uh, focused. Uh, keep professional. You know, and uh, you know, and, and try to network, network throughout the internet. You know, that's what you basically do is network. You know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and you see a lot of people that buy YouTube likes, buy YouTube. Oh prices, man. Uh, and and that, that's not me. Right. I mean, if I don't obtain, if I don't, if I don't obtain it legit, where they actually like my music, then it's not, then it's not worth, worth it for, worth me, it for me, me to pay all, to pay all this, money, this money and to try and to, to try to get them to like me. You know, you know when when you know it's you know it's not about that. Exactly. It's almost like buying love. Exactly. Why buy love when they can you can actually obtain it for real? Exactly. Exactly. And rap magic. Now I'm glad you um talked about um. The music. Now, one thing I was curious about. Now, you know, I grew up in the hood myself. I'm off a, uh, you know, song, um, full, um, funk and soul yes, and all that stuff. Now, I saw and yeah. um, on on um, on your music pages, uh, you're listed as um, rap artist or hip hop, but you also yes, have, I believe it was Latin funk. Now, that's Latin a term funk. I'm not familiar with. Explain that to me. What is Latin funk? Latin funk. When I when I first started growing up. And, and, and got into the music. I did Latin funk as an entertainment company for myself for for my, the music that I create. It was based on my my label, Knuckle Funk Records. But Latin funk is 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 is, is a it's it's almost like Miami music. Like you know when you make a club jam. I'm not, I'm not sure if you heard my song called Addicted mm-hmm. that I did. The producer was Don Coda, and uh, that's based on Latin funk. It's 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 um it's saying that not just I don't want to say that. I don't stereotype it. Make it seem like I'm just a Latin artist. Uh-huh. It's the funk that I. It's the funk that I that I got in my heart. It was just Latin, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of soul in me too. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, Brian. Soul is, is is part of part of it, but the funk that's behind it is Latin. You that's know, a lot of people up. represent their culture. They represent their people, mm-hmm. you know. And that was part of my saying. Well, this is my. This is for for, for my background and my culture. It's Latin, but it's still funk. That's what's that's, up. That's what I based. That's what I based it on. You know. Now, now, once again, for me and the people out there, I'm um, checking it out. Yes. Um, yes, that track that you said is um, well, indicative or a good representation of what you call um, Latin funk. Which track is that again, and where can people find that? Uh, they can find that on SoundCloud and just uh, uh, SoundCloud, uh, Reverb Nation on SoundClick. On SoundClick right now, I got a song called "How Many Years Does It Take," which I just posted. It's an old track, but you can find the addicted on there also. And that's right, right now. It's got. I love SoundClick because they do have a, a a real legit chart ranking system. And if you go on there, I'm at number three right now on the hip hop charts. Oh, congratulations! I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm 34 on the hip hop charts. I'm number three on the old school hip hop charts. And uh, I'm I'm gonna be 50 this year, Brian. You know that's a milestone for me. You well, know, happy birthday, yeah. Hey, hey, hey uh, what do you call it? Um, to 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 be able to be still be able to be uh relevant. 
mm-hmm. for the youngsters. Right. You know, and then, uh, that's basically, you know, yeah, but you can find that song on, on SoundClick. And what's again, once again, what's the title of that? Addicted. Addicted, that's right. Addicted, yes. Produced yeah. by Don Coda. Don Coda. Some, some producer some, from, some California. from California. That's what's yeah. up. I'm definitely going to check yeah. it out. And, so, and I may have came across, I really don't recall and stuff. And one thing you had mentioned about the professionalism, that's one thing that really stuck out with me most when I first heard you. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I was hating a little. I said, man, them tracks sound great, man. Like, who do um, who, who you working with? Who's mixing that? Where do you get the music from? How does that happen? Okay. The, the music, for, for the, most of the music right now that I get, I get them downloaded for free because I became a member with Vibe Beats. Mm-hmm. You you pay for a subscription. I think it was thirty bucks, Whoa. and then they they allow you to download beats for free, but you can't sell them online. You can use them online, mm-hmm. use them on videos, but you can't sell them because I don't own the actual rights to the way. No, I understand. But mm-hmm. but I'm allowed to use them. So they toss me email threats all the time, Whoa. and so I stuck my beats because they got the flavor that I really love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's old school, uh, and then it's funky. Most of the tracks they're <laughs> funky. They got you know, and they're they're based on. 16 bars, 8 bar hooks. Understood. Bars, you know, and, and it's it, for a person that's into production, it's mm-hmm. real simple. The basic setup is real, real simple. For a writer, it's up to you to find that. Find that, uh, find your niche and, and, and get in there and, and try to write something constructive and productive, you know, where people are going to feel it. They're going to, you know, actually say, you know what, that's pretty good or it's not no good. You know, you're going right. to have haters and you're going to have lovers. You're going to have people that love your music. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I just go with the ear. You know, now, yeah, I just, you know. Now you, I appreciate you know. You mentioned um a couple, a few things that's real cool and want to touch on. One, something about staying relevant. You mentioned your age. Now I wasn't going to bring that up. Now you, you brought that out of here now. Now you mentioned okay. your age, and um, yes, I go through the same thing and stuff. Matter of fact, that friends say, "Hey, man, you ain't got old. Maybe we concentrate on something else. Yeah, whatever." Yeah. But what's your take on that? And um. How can a perhaps an older um, music artist stay relevant today? Any advice on that? Uh, on the cool, it's up to you to stay relevant. You can actually listen to other people's music, and you can catch parts and pieces of their stuff, and and and, and adjust your flow or advance your flow to that type of style to what's hitting right now. A lot of people do that for the for the for you know monetary purposes. They want to sell music. Right. I make music to see you know. To, to see if I'm still relevant, you know, and, and so I'll, I'll, I'll listen to a couple of tracks, like, I used to love Triple X, Pantacion, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I used to love that, he's got a, a, a song called Falling, mm-hmm. really nice track, um, there's a lot of new artists that I listen to, and I'll check out to see what's hitting, and then I'll, I'll try to convert my style into a hook, that is basically almost the same, I don't mm-hmm. do mumble rap, that's one thing I won't do, you know, I'll, oh. I'll do uh, uh, the old school, I'm, I'm so stuck on the old school stuff. Oh man, and, tell everybody, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and try to keep it original. But exactly. Relevant, but really, basically, to stay relevant, you mm-hmm. got to keep going, keep making music, whether people tell you that it's not good, or mm-hmm. if it is good, you do it for yourself, really, and for your family, for your loved ones, and then... From there, you go on. You know, it, it's, it's basically staying relevant to yourself, to saying, you know what, I can do this. You know, I've been doing this for so many years. You know, what's so different about doing this different style? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people say, well, you copy my style, you copy my style. You listen to all the rappers now that use auto-tune, and it's like, it's one thing that I don't really use is auto-tune. Mm-hmm. But if you notice, that's the style that's on now. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's like the relevant thing of, of, of music right now. Mm-hmm. So you have to put a track or two out there with auto-tune so people can actually... 
I guess feel feel it because yeah, people. you're absolutely right. Almost like when in Rome, do what the Romans do. What's the other saying they have? Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, I'll give them happy tunes. You know, it doesn't have to be dark music all the time. Exactly. You know, they can dance through that funk that make them dance. You know, different styles. Red Magic, you know, you're right. Um, especially nowadays, man, we need some happy tunes. We do. Yes. Yeah, man. You know, and I, I'm up, you know, if, if, if the studio was open, I know I do something about what's going on with all this, uh, with the protests and stuff like that. I gotta, call, I'll do some political tracks too. I don't like getting deep into it, you know, into the type of movement that I'm not. Uh, it doesn't pertain to me, but it's Understood. what I feel. Because mm -hmm. as being as being a minority, you still feel the racism everywhere oh, yeah. you go. Mm -hmm. You know, and it, and it is, and it's just not. It's not just black people. It's everybody. It isn't, you know, man. If you're, not, if you're not part of the part of the majority, you're gonna feel the tension of racism within that community. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen. I, I watch a lot of crime stories and stuff like that that keep me, you know, updated with what's going on in the world. And I see a lot of stuff that you know. It's basically this is all over the world. It's not just here in America. Oh no. I mean, this is. You know, we, I mean, different cultures go to different countries. You know, and in, in those countries that are not used to seeing your culture, seeing a, uh, more of you or your color, mm -hmm. you know, they take that as a as, as a as a threat, or they see they see see see, see it something different that they're not used to, and it's hard to to explain. You know, and it's hard for an individual like if you're by yourself and you're surrounded by so many people that are the majority, it's hard to feel comfortable, and you feel that tension. It's True basically that. A tension, you know. That's and, uh, but yeah, so when I get back in the studio, I'm gonna I gotta write, you know, what's going on with the world, try to keep keep updated and stay relevant what's happening out around the world, so people can understand that you're still up to date with things that are happening. Okay. Now you mentioned coast to coast earlier. Yes, sir. And I'm yes, familiar sir. with these guys, and we, we spoke uh, about them um through the um you know via inbox. Um, tell me something. Has um, well, you knew my concerns. Um, and yes, sure, sir. other people may have heard of Coast to Coast, but um, yes, tell sir. me your experience and what do you think and can you recommend? I mean, you're dealing I'm with them, so be, perhaps you I'm can. Gonna be, I'm gonna be, uh, Brian, I'm going to be extremely honest with you. Mm -hmm. With Coast to Coast big tapes, it's a pay-to-play type of situation. You pay your membership, you pay the $300 for your for your tag, your membership, and then when you go when they come to your account to go visit or anywhere in the, in, in the country, and you got that, that, that tag to go inside the venue, then you can go promote your music without paying. But in order for you to perform, you got to pay. Now, do I recommend it? Personally, I wouldn't. Other artists that have money that they can spend to be playing, paying to play, I mean, by all means, I'm not going to knock the label down. I'm not going to knock Coast to Coast down. Right. Because they did help me. They helped me. When nobody helped me here in the Valley, when everybody was against me saying I was too old, or that I was a convicted felon and stuff like that, you know, my, holding my past against me, these guys gave me an opportunity. When I went to Austin, they opened the doors for me. You know, and then when I got plugged in with them, I ended up doing a track with South Park Mexican. You know, and that, that to me was like one of my dreams when I was a kid. Even though he's in prison doing stuff for some time for some things that he did, I mean, basically for me was, well, you know what, I got a song with a famous person, you know, and I didn't have to pay for it. Mm. You know, I got in with a label, I got in with Coast to Coast, and they promote your music everywhere. My, mind you, there's over 1.2 million rap artists within Coast to Coast mixtapes that want to get their name out there. So you're not the only one. Mm. You can be top notch, but they're looking at the money. So it'd be safe. So I'm sorry. Would it be safe for me to say that um, you kind of um, get out what you put in? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In order for you to get out what you put in, you gotta pay. You know, and you gotta have material. You gotta have a. Uh, 
uh, merchandise. You gotta have everything set up because it's you. Once you perform your one track for the $150, then it's up to you to sell your tapes to make your money back, your CDs, your shirts, whatever merch you got, it's up to you. You know, and, and that's basically how you get your money back. Because Buffalo Mixtape doesn't sell mixtapes unless you're exclusively paid in to the to the mixtape that they're selling mm -hmm. on their selling on their selling part of the website. If you're just jumped in on the mixtape, well there's over hundred artists in one mixtape. You're not the only one, but if your song is good enough to make it to a mixtape, that was basically my point. Was mm -hmm. hey, you know what? Well, at least 24 of my 27 tracks made it Ooh. on different mixtapes, and I was very, very, you know, you get a proud feeling, and you know, but you know, after a while, when you stop, your funds start running out, and you can't keep up with the motion of pain, mm -hmm. then you're dying down. Then, uh. then you, then you get pushed down the slot, and the next guy that has the money. He gets bumped up. Mm -hmm. And, no. and I, I will not. I will knock little facts down. I mean, I got you know, I got the hug, Big Swift from Rap a Lot Records. I mean, he produced the first album for the Ghetto Boys. Mm -hmm. That's a milestone for me. Yeah. I got a song with SPM. I got a song with SPM. Another milestone for me. You know, and I was on the streets. I used to be homeless. You know, and everybody used to be you know, I'm not gonna say everybody, but a lot of people in the rap game here. It's 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 a it's a dog eat dog world. You know, and mm -hmm. if you don't have the funds to pay, then you're basically nobody. And mm. that 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 Coast to Coast big stage, they showed me that it's not all about just paying, but you have to do you have to pay your, your your dues to get in. But they do promote you. They'll help you. You know they 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 go out there and they put they mention your name. You go out to click on the website and you look for my name for my for my rap name and you see how many mixtapes I'm on. And then I'm you know so it's to me it was it was okay. You know it was worth the three hundred dollars. That's what's you know, up. Well, thanks for getting yeah. on, you know, your opinion on it because, you know, like I said, we spoke about it, you know, and what I read sure. about and stuff. But it's good to hear something like that about Coast to Coast because yeah. I know some other artists um, that yeah. also deal with Coast to Coast and they have good things to say too. You know, yes. so yes. hopefully some people see this and folks have been wondering about it and stuff. Give it a shot. Check it out. And as we say, go in with your eyes wide open, you know. Correct. There you, you go know, and, and stuff. And, and, and do research. Before you go in and give money, always research. Because mm -hmm. there's always people scamming. You know, and uh, people that will tell you, oh, I can give you a thousand subscribers on YouTube, just send me $150. And they want you to pay them first. Coast to Coast Mixtape doesn't work like that. You pay half. You show up to the venue, you pay the other half cash up front. You know, that way you know you're going to play. You mm -hmm. give them the money, and you're already in. You know, you give them the, the down payment, and then you go out and you pay the other half when you, when you present yourself at the door. Right. You know, you, that guarantees that they're going to get part of their money and promote you, but you're going to give them the rest of the money so you can play. That's what's and, up. And, and basically, you know, and, and that, 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 that to me was a good thing. But, you know. Uh, um, right. Hey, Rap Magic, let's pay the bills, man. Where can we yeah. find your merch? Where we, can we find your material? Where can we go buy it, man? Where's your music? Let us know. I, I just, See, since I don't own the WAV files to my music, I give my stuff away for free. So when you go to Reverb Nation, you go to SoundClick, I allow people to download it for free. You know, they like the tracks, go ahead and download it for free. Now, if I was working with a producer like yourself that makes his own original beats, and we and, and we were set up mm -hmm. so where we could sell the stuff, that was basically what I was looking for. A producer to say, hey, come on, you know what, I'll take you under my wing, and we can make some money. You know, but it was hard. It's hard. You know, and right now with the, with the industry, mm -hmm. it's basically, they want you to be young. So they can build your career, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's it, for 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 older cats like me, it's hard. It's hard to do that because right. I already, you know, I was like a, I was past tense. But they want a, a young guy where they can build them and they can, uh, uh, you know, they can have ghostwriters and have ghost producers, mm -hmm. you know. And it's all about him just performing and all these other cats making money. 
Yeah, well, you pave your own way. Now, now I noticed. Um, I think um a few weeks ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you were doing some experimentation. I won't call it experimental music, but it seemed like you were experimenting with other yes. styles yes. or you know, speak. Yes. Uh, go ahead. I have a, a song. I have a song from from. I, I'll, I'll send it to you through email. I'll send it to you through messenger. And it's on. Uh, it's on my Reverb Nation. It was a song called "Our Last Christmas" by Jimmy Eat World. It's a punk rock band. But it was like an instrumental, and I rapped over it, and, and it got took down from SoundCloud because they want to get paid because I was using the wave files without, the, without permission. Oh, okay. But I still have the, I have the actual recording still on me, and then I, I was listening to old music from the 80s, and I ran into the outfield, which is also like like a new wave type mm -hmm. rock music. But the instrumental was so easy to rap to, and I said, you know what? If I rap to this song, I can re bring that song back. And put my lyrics to it, right? And then let them sing the chorus, and then see what happens. You know, it's just something different. But no, that's fine. Time. That's that's great. I mean, I like that and stuff. You know, um, that yeah. you're still um, experimenting and or with different types yeah. of music and songs and stuff. That's what's up. And yes, check sir. this out. Um, like I said, I really appreciate you taking this time and here with your fam and stuff. I appreciate you. I appreciate the invite. Before you get out of here, man. Um, yes, sir. Customary. Do you have any? Words of wisdom, uh, encouragement, uh, parting words for the folks out there. Some you just want to share with them. They just need to I, know I, some. I, I my parting words for other rappers out there trying to get into the industry, I believe that it's best for you to stay independent and do it for yourself first. And if you, sell, if you see that you can sell the merchandise yourself, there's no reason for you to sign to a label for them to take the bigger portion of your money that you're earning. Because at the end of the, at the, end of the day and at the end of the night, it's you that's out there putting your butt on the line. You're performing. And if these people don't like you, the label's gonna drop you. Mm. And then they're gonna keep the rights to your music. They're gonna keep the rights to your lyrics. All your publishing rights are gone because that's what you're signing away. And then anything else that you try to make new, you won't be able to because you're gonna have to go through legalities. And you don't want that. You have to mm. stay independent and avoid all the legal stuff. And I could just do this on my own. Mind you, I can't sell the music that the way files I, I don't own, but I can go perform them and get paid. Oh. I can go out there for sale. I can burn my own CDs and I can make my own covers and I can sell them for ten, twenty dollars a piece and get out there and do it myself. That's what's up. That's Rap magic. Yes, sir. Appreciate you so much. I don't got a big. I don't got a big chain. But this is the luck shot my sister Alma gave me. And I want to give her a big shout out because she was a big support to me. My sister Alma, when I was locked up, she did it all. This is right here. It's my, it's a, it's a, it's my birthstone. I'm, a, I'm from October, but it's an opal. And it's, a, it's my chain. I'm not too fancy, but this is here. Is a, That's what's up. I mean, man hey, after look, my own heart, man. Not in the fancy hey, stuff Brian, either. <laughs> hey, Brian, I greatly appreciate this. Beautiful. You're most uh, welcome. So you take care, you. man. Peace All out. Right, hey, rap, rap, yeah, big, big shout out to everybody out there that love rap music, hip hop music, music in general. Stay with it. Never give up your dreams. Never give up your hopes. Don't let nobody ever tell you you can't do it. You prove them that you can. And that's how you come up. That's what's yeah. up. Rap magic. Yeah. Peace out. Say yes, what's sir. up to the fam, man. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much, Brian. Yeah, yes, sir. Man. Everybody, yes, sir. rap magic and stuff, man. Hey, All check right, this out, y'all. I want you to be sure to check out our previous Yam Bar podcast guest and make sure you go check out Rap Magic. And never forget that the Yam Bar podcast is the place where you make it happen. Once again, I'm Brian Barcelo. Peace. Peace. I'm about to get working. 
I'm about to get your hoe, and she's about to get twerking. We's about to start stacking shit. We's about to start wrecking his. We's about to start taking over this year. Now step to the back, young kid, and watch this Mexican big game like I told him in the back. Watch this Mexican put platinum hits on the map.